Yo, what up? Welcome to the Men of Purpose podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Desi Abeda, proud father, husband, dietitian, entrepreneur. Matt Frakes, proud father, husband, sports dietitian, and probably the strongest dietitian in America. <laughs> and this podcast is meant to make sure that we're helping men, future fathers and current fathers, to prioritize their lives so they can help to prioritize the lives of others. So listen up, take those notepads out. And make sure that you're tuned in to the Men of Purpose podcast. All right. So this is a special opportunity. Matt, you and I have been talking about this for a year, more or less, right? Man. It's been probably a little more. bit more. <laughs> so <laughs> so, so what, what I wanted to do for this this very first or second episode was really just to introduce one, of, uh, one another and just talk about what it means to be purposeful, what it means to be a father, why we're doing this actual podcast. Because like we said, it's been a year in the making. So Matt, mm-hmm. why don't we start with you introducing yourself? What what makes you purposeful? What excites you about this opportunity that we're going to be doing together? And then we'll kind of just go from there, man. Oh, man. Uh, I am a, I feel like I'm a jack of all trades with everything. And I've done everything almost. I feel like still have much to learn. Um, so we'll start with uh, basically from me getting into uh, college in a sense and where I'm at right now, why I became into the, why I became a dietitian. Yeah. Um, so I started off at Ohio university. Obviously they didn't have culinary arts at the school. And that was the school that I tried to, uh, walk on and play football at. So, uh, with that being said, I had to transfer and go to Bowling Green state university, uh, which I actually was able to play football and everything there, uh, for, for a couple of years. Um, had to stop playing for some family reasons and financial reasons and everything to help back home. Um, so, and also had to make sure that I finish out that dietetics program too. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to be a student athlete and do so with that. And graduate 100%. on time. I, yeah, I, I knew I wasn't going to the league. Yeah. Um, I, I was an average athlete. <laughs> I, was good, I was good enough to make a division one. And I played everything growing up, played all sports growing up. But yeah. I knew I wasn't going to the league. It is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, came to terms with that, you know. Um, uh, as far as after that, I actually tried to play arena ball for a little bit uh, just to see if I still had a little bit of juice Dang, in my engine. Right. Obviously, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I wouldn't be here talking to you like this if I did. <laughs> oh. uh, with, that being, <laughs> with that being said, though. Um, got my master's through Bowling Green State University, had everything paid for uh, as far as on that. Um, had my, uh, as far as my dietetic internship was, was basically in Columbus, Ohio, but I did the distance program there uh, through Bowling Green. So I did my rotations around Ohio, uh, worked as a bartender, worked at security, uh, worked as armed security uh, <laughs> while I was doing that as well. Um, I don't know so if I'd want to get kicked out of the club with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like you just like put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries though, man. I I am a I'm a big giant cuddly teddy bear yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all, man. You'd be one of those guys I just hang out with while I'm in the bar. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> while I'm working and everything. But anyways, um, so completed that back in 2014, uh, became a dietitian back in 2016. That's when I passed all the exam and everything, what have you. Um, while I was doing that, I actually worked with an um, athletic facility called 11, 11 Athletics, while I had my LLC, Superior Nutrition and Performance. Um, and I also worked as a clinical dietitian as well. Uh, so, uh, like I said, I had basically like three parts, three gigs at the same time, yeah. like at all times. Um, and then alongside with that, on the weekends, on Saturdays, uh, me and my friend, um, Gregory Gant that I went to school with, uh, we actually started a program that helped, 
uh, teaching kids of South Side of Columbus, actually cooking techniques and also proper um, dietary habits and everything like that from the ages of, it was from 10 to I think from 14 that we had kids in there, yeah. uh, 15 at a time. So we did that for about a year until I got an offer to uh, basically uh, get the actual collegiate experience at the University of Mississippi or what you know as Ole Miss. Um, so I was able to get my PhD paid for there and also work as a sports dietitian there as well. Yeah. Uh, so that was a wonderful experience. I did that for two years. And um, obviously I had a family at that time. Um, so uh, my wife, my current wife, which was my uh, girlfriend at the time, um, we moved, just picked up everything, just moved to Mississippi, uh, the whole different lifestyle, whole new life and everything. Um, we, I popped the question. Then shortly after, I found out she was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it just all worked out perfectly. Yeah. And I was like, man. But the millennial way. <laughs> yeah, the millennial way. You know, just go at it. Just, whatever. Ask whatever backwards. Happens, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, but with that, anyway, so um, I would say probably within, it's it just, it's funny how it happened. It happened actually a perfect timing, truth be told, um, because within that second year, as I was getting ready to take my, uh, my exams, my basically uh, for becoming a transition P- to a PhD candidate, my um, written exams uh, and also my oral examinations and everything. It, we actually had was starting to plan our wedding throughout that time. Wedding was in July. I passed those things in May. Got an offer uh, to work as the associate director of athletic performance for sports nutrition education here at University of Louisiana. Um, so that's why I came here, um, and I'm one of the other heads of the other directors here for sports nutrition. Um, and that's where we just basically, I said, yes, took a job here. We got married mm-hmm. and then basically started up everything here as well. So we're trying to basically develop and also implement a program that they started basically two years ago. This program is very new. Uh, so I feel like I just, I jumped in um, almost at a, at a golden phase, yeah. but also at a phase where we're still trying to add things, implement things and also try things and increase the budget and whatnot and what have you. Um, so hopefully we'll get to the stage with power five. We'll just see how those things happen and how the budget occurs and all that stuff. So, yeah. um, but that's my current phase right now throughout that journey. I've had everything happen to the T I feel like. <laughs> so if any type of adverse situation you've been through or that you think you've gone through, trust me, I've been through everything. Yeah. Definitely things that will kick you off and make you, you know, ponder life and like, why are you doing things? Why are you even trying just go back to old habits, yeah. you know, old yeah. habits going to pay you fast. Yeah. So <laughs> in those situations, old habits going to pay you fast. Yeah. So, um, but other than that though, I'm just, I'm blessed to be where I'm at today. And I feel like if my father was still here, he'll definitely say he's proud of me too. He always said he was. Um, and actually I just lost my father in October too as well. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, that's life. That's life. Yeah, so, man. I, uh, I think that we, we should definitely dedicate, uh, an episode just to our, our fathers, you know, and I think, you know, people aren't going to be able to see actual video footage, but I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll share some tears together. You know, anytime you, you know know what I mean? Anytime you get me talking about my dad, um, you know, thankfully he's still here, but anytime you get me talking Mm -hmm. about him, I'll I'll get teary eyed real quick. Cause I think, and this is a huge reason why I really wanted to do this. And I'm excited to do this with you. Um, when we speak to the heart of men, when we speak to fathers, when we speak to those people who are wanting to be leaders in their family and fathers, um, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, helping to help them understand their role and also help them understand that they don't have to do this perfectly. But I think you alluded to this, that, and I think it's huge. Adversity is going to happen. Now, what you do with that mm-hmm. is the magic, right? 
Because exactly. a lot of what you had said, Matt, I, I definitely resonate with. I think, you know, I, I, I didn't end up going D1 or, you know, playing arena football, but, you know, I, I definitely wanted to, but, you know, I'm, I'm 5'6", 160, like, there's not a whole, and my, my, my 40 times, like, 4'6", that's my best, so I mean, we got yeah. linemen in the NFL running that right now, so. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, I mean, my, my story is really similar in that, like, I, I had to definitely transition from like being known as an athlete to all of a sudden trying to find myself. And I think throughout this process, I'm constantly trying to find myself because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wanted to be a doctor when I first went to college and then, you know, general chemistry mm -hmm. happened. I got that C and I was like, well, I'm not getting into med school after this. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, so I fell into nutrition and, you know, as a registered dietitian now, I, I just fell in love with the role of culture and love and food and the science behind it. And really mm -hmm. just going with it because you and I are, are, are literally jack of all trades in that I think that we represent uh, not only just being diverse, but also diverse males in the dietetics um, career field. I think we're like 0.5. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's definitely a rarity where we're at right now. You know what I mean? So, and, mm -hmm. and it's something that has been really healing for me to understand because I've, I've always felt like I was, I was different, you know, in, in the best of ways. I always felt like I, I wanted something more than, than other people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm right now I'm in the studio of a really good friend of mine, Tyler Lopez here in Tucson, Arizona. You know, we, uh, we grew up in some of the same parts and we really, you know, resonate with one another in that not a whole lot of people want to do what we're doing, which is just being more. And I think Matt, you and I share that, that same, that same ideal with just wanting yep. to do more and wanting to be more. And so let, let's talk about, let's talk about you and, and, uh, and your kid. You know, let, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about what your kid means to you. I'll talk about what my daughter means to me, because, again, this is a podcast for the men of purpose podcast. Right. Like these dads yeah, of purpose podcast, you know, um, tell, tell me about your kid. Tell me about what it means for you to be a father. And we'll kind of just go from there. Oh, man. First, I, I got to I got to thank my wife and the support that my wife brings and what she brings to the table. Um, that's definitely my partner crime on everything. And everything that happens with my son, like that stuff wouldn't be possible even without her, without her support and even the moves that we're doing. But everything as far as what my son means to me, man, it's, I, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. And it's literally entirely the world. Um, just yeah. from the moment that he came out and I yelled out. Yeah. And they told me it was a boy. Wait, <laughs> so you didn't know beforehand? I, so I kind of did, but you know You just play roulette? Was, one, Dude, you're crazy. Bro, it, it was one ear. It was, look. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. It was one year after the other. I was yes, I, I was there at all of the appointments, <laughs> but literally, I was not getting sleep because I was studying for my PhD, and also I had baseball, which is a basically a, a, a high revenue sport. So, yeah. you know, the teams that I had, like between that and also that, and making sure my wife is happy, like man, my my brain was all the way just all over the place. Yeah. So I knew, but then it was official that it was a boy once I seen that little tallywhacker come out. <laughs> so it, it was a you know. <laughs> So, Tallywagger. So, I don't know if I've right, ever you know, heard that you know, reference so, to uh, a, a yeah, penis. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they may say it's a boy, it's, it's a girl or it's a boy. You know, yeah. say, I don't know. Maybe Dude, I feel successful. Happens. I said the word penis right. in one of our first podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes drop the P word. Yeah, yeah, I love it. But um, but yeah, he's everything, man. He's the reason why you know I I don't give up on anything. Um, and also just giving, trying to give him everything and all the opportunities that my, my dad tried so hard to give me my brothers. Um, but, you know, there, there are some circumstances that you can't control, um, especially depending on what environments that you come from as well. 
Um, so, and you can try your hardest, but you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out, but you know, just, just seeing him and seeing him every day and, and just waking up to that every day. Like it's just, it's, it's everything. It's my reason why. Yeah. Um, and it, it helps me understand like why my dad made the sacrifices he did for us as well. Yeah. Um, so as far as with Kingston, man, I mean, <laughs> that's a, like I said, that's my heart, man. Yeah. Um, so Kingston, you know, I just hope one day that what I'm doing today, uh, he can be and do a part of being a piece of the puzzle to make the world a better place. Yeah. You know, if it's something small, short, minute, whatever it may be, just him doing right and doing right by people and also him finding his purpose in this world. Um, as I'm trying to still search and find my purpose in this world, like I feel like I, I know a direction, but you know, I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm just enjoying life and taking, taking it day by day and enjoying my time with my little man. Yeah. So no matter how tired I am, man, no matter how tired I am, yeah. uh, no matter how down I am. And actually he's going to be, he's the reason why, you know, I feel like I didn't fall into a, a serious slump when I lost my dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yes, me and my brothers, we're, we was all there for each other. My mom as well, there for my mother and everything. But this little dude, you know, seeing him every day, holding that little dude and everything too as well, helped me, you know, remember you yeah. know, you gotta keep going. This is what your dad would want. This is what pops would want. Yeah. Um, so you gotta make sure that you hold his honor and make sure that you're showing him what it means to be a man. Yeah. And I, I think that's that, that right there is huge because, I, and you know, this isn't really a knock on people who don't have kids, you know, I, it's not to, you know, alienate them in this way, but, uh, for those that are, that are parents and, you know, especially in my life, there have been times in the in the short three and a half years that Rory has has been born that um, I, I've really struggled, and I think you mm-hmm. know when you are purposeful and you want to pass on that legacy of of love and presence and and all the really wonderful things like authenticity. I think you know, especially in my case, Rory is is a huge anchoring force to remind me that uh, most of the time it is not about me. <laughs> like, yeah, well said. You know what I mean? If, if I'm struggling, well if I'm in an area where I'm not living authentically to, to who I want to be, you know, her beautiful little smiling face reminds me like, hey, like I'm the next legacy. So what are some ways in which you want to teach me to be a better person in the world? And, and it's funny too, because, you know, at three and a half, she's at this really great school that we love. And we just had our uh, parent teacher conference and... <laughs> The teacher was like, you know, she's great. She's a wonderful human. And you know what? Like the thing that might be of some concern is like she isn't really um, she doesn't really know letters. And my wife and I look mm-hmm. at each other and was like, well, she's a great person, right? Like, yeah, she's wonderful. Like, OK, well, the letters, the math, all that shit's going to come later. Like just yeah, just exactly. right, just right now, like I want her to develop into a great person because that's what we're trying to do at home. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? And and I think that if we look at the bigger picture of trying to make sure that we are leaving a legacy that we're proud of, I think it has everything to do with how we treat one another, especially my wife and I at home and teaching her what healthy relationships look like. So I love the exactly. fact that you even you mentioned, you know, your wife, you know, in the first, you know, when I asked you, like, <laughs> tell me about Kingston, you're like, no, well, let me tell you about my wife first. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's sometimes some people, you know, it, it, that slips up, but you have to put your relationship. I feel like you have to put in my personal opinion. I feel like you have to put your relationship first. That relationship is what blossomed the beautiful, yeah. you know, the child to be the child or your relationship or even your blessings that you have, yeah. you know, coming about. So that relationship is the first foremost thing that's going to ha- allow those things to happen. If that situation is not good, if that relationship is not fruitful, if that relationship is not you know, happy, joyful, 
or whatever else you want to use as far as in the vocabulary to put into yeah. a relationship, then nothing else is going to, is going to, it's not, that's not going to matter, but it's not going to come out the way that you want. Yeah. Yeah. And you I, know? and I think that's, you know, that's a, that's a perfect gem that my mom taught me too, which was like, you know, make sure that you and you and your wife, uh, you're the measure of, of, of who she wants to be. Cause I, I remember, exactly. dude, I remember like it was yesterday we found out that it was a girl. And so at the time my, my young niece, uh, was like one or two. And so we like baked a cake and she was going to do the gender reveal. So whatever color we opened the cake to be, she was going to say it was pink or blue. And that's kind of how they knew. And right away yep. when she said it's pink, my mom started crying and, and she was like, you are the measure of the man that she's going to look for. Like that's st- that thing right there, dude, stuck with me to this day. Like I am not perfect in this, but I can tell you each and every day that the way that I'm trying to promote this message, like this men of purpose message, right? The way that we are conversing I want to make sure that I'm living authentically so that I show her, like, I want to be the measure of the man that you end up marrying someday or the woman, that's whatever. <laughs> yep, that's real. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and seeing that stuff every day, day to day, man, and seeing your parents actually do so and, yeah. you know, practice what they preach to you and yeah. your siblings as well. That's everything. Yeah. That's that's everything. My parents were together for 30, 35 years, I believe. Damn, yeah, for 35 real? Years. Yeah, 35 years. Dude. Yeah, that. yeah, Pops, I mean, he... He, I feel like he passed young. He was only 66. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were there for 35 years and they both had, you know, felt relationships prior. Um, my dad went to served in Vietnam and everything and whatnot. And uh, with my oldest brother as well, that relationship didn't go the way it wanted to. Um, I, we don't have to get into all that. Same thing with my mother and also my mother dealing with the loss of her child as well. Yeah. Um, for, for my older sister. Um, and then also them coming together and being there for each other. And I've seen them go through some crazy things as yeah. well. Yeah. Crazy things. And we, throughout our childhood, we had to move like eight, nine times, I believe, between Dayton, Columbus, um, you know, between Dayton, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, and everything, and the different areas that we had to live in from Section 8 to also that going to middle class. You know, it's been seeing some crazy things yeah. and seeing them be with each other through thinking then and seeing that actual, that showed me what it means to be uh, uh, successful and also a, a what, what it means to be a husband. Yeah. You know, what it means to, what it means to be a wife, what it means to be, what it means to, you know, to be a significant other, yeah. you know, and have a family and actually show your family what it means to be a, the adult, the man, the woman, or what it means just to be just a, you know, to handle your business the way you're supposed to yeah. and play a part to make your, make your world a better place. Yeah. So, no, man, it, it, it's amazing to, to be able to look back at, you know, from a, from the standpoint of perspective, right? Cause you and I have, yeah. have lived two different lives, but there are some similarities in exactly what you're talking about. You know, my wife is a therapist, so she's always like, dude, she's t- way too mm-hmm. introverted to do this. So <laughs> I always tell her like a lot of my content is from her. Like she's the brain. Like I'm just the mouth. And it's, it's, yeah, it's so real, but she, uh, gosh, man, I, I'm going to have to get, we're going to have to get our wives on, on this podcast one day. We'll do it, dude. We'll, we'll definitely oh, yeah, do we, it. Yeah, we got to. We got it'll, to. it'll be hilarious. Um, but you know, one thing that, that she said that I really love is like, and I think when, when you become a parent, you almost start to reparent yourself because even yeah, with your, with, yeah. you know, you, you mentioned that your parents kind of went through a lot of shit throughout their 35 years and they stuck together. You know, my parents went through a lot of shit too, and they, they made it 20 years and it was the best thing for the both of them to split. And I remember at that time I was 19, like it was just, a, it was a hard time because your whole world is crashing. Yet at the same time, I learned so much from that experience with how I want to mm-hmm. interact as a father and a husband, because they're not, exactly. sometimes they're not really synonymous with one another. They're, they're separate. Yeah. 
And let, yep. let's not get it twisted. I don't know how you feel about this, but like it is hard to be a 100% dad and also 100% husband. It is hard, Absolutely. dude. It is hard no, as hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think, yeah. especially when you try to do your aspirations and have your own stuff that you're trying to yeah. take care of too. Yeah. Absolutely. Man. And then you're also trying to make sure that you support her and, and her endeavors. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then at the same time, you're trying to take care of yourself. You're trying to go to the gym. You're trying to like do some things that are good for you. And like before you know it, it's like shit. It's 9 p.m. I got to go to bed. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy that you said 9 p.m. was bedtime. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you got a good sleeper, you might get the baby to bed at seven or eight. But, dude, I always joke mm-hmm. that like my, my daughter's 99 percent perfect and one percent Satan when she's going to bed. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. That, I that, opposite, yeah. I yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll have to dedicate a whole nother episode to childhood sleeping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. my goodness, man. Routine and yeah. you know all, all that, what have you, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so Matt, you and I have um, a, a lot of experience with nutrition and fitness, right, and, and healthcare. Mm-hmm. And I think primarily when you and I were developing this podcast, we wanted to make sure that we had a heavy dose of funny parenting things, a heavy dose of science, fitness, nutrition, wellness, uh, mental, emotional hygiene, like all of those things. So as we are like finding our voice, right? Like trying to do this in a way where, you know, I don't know about you, but like, I want to get paid for this. I want this to be mm-hmm. in like top 10. Like that's just the way I operate. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know what I mean? So <laughs> as, no as, as you and I start to develop this content, um, what is, what's one thing for you, Matt, that'll help you f- feel successful from the standpoint of this podcast? Like what's, what's one message that you want to get out to our fellow men of purpose? So like, you know, at the end of the day, what's going to help you feel successful with this? Honestly, uh, as whatever the message is that we give across or what you, what they take from the message, I just hope that it just turns the wheels on helping them find uh, a solution to whatever problem they may have or a question they may have, no matter if it's something that they don't agree with or they do agree with, yeah. no matter what it is. Um, even if they don't agree with, they just ask those questions and this will maybe help them ask questions, the correct questions on the help them aid themselves and to, you know, inspire themselves and get to the goals that they want to have. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's my main thing that I hope that people get from this. Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't have to agree with us. Yeah. You don't have, we don't have to agree with each other, but at the end of the day, we want you to understand and also try to, you know, know what's real information and decipher that from the stuff that is bogus. Yeah. The yeah. game changers. The game. <laughs> Dude, that, oh my gosh. That's another one in themselves, man. We'll get on that later, man. Dude, how many, hey, how many text messages you get from that after that aired? From yeah, athletes? From athletes alone, man. Oh my goodness. I got, uh, probably I would say uh, close to 100. Yeah. And even those day-to-day conversations, that's not including those day-to-day conversations I got to have. And also when I have track athletes that, you know, that still think, you know, that, that haven't got the education they had in the past that still think maybe you get protein from bananas. <laughs> 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 that, and then they want to say that, they get, yeah. <laughs> that they're ready to go vegan and vegetarian because the game Gosh, dude, that, You know, yeah, they easily between 100 to 200, you know. Yeah, that, that so. sounds about right. And at the same time, there's a, there's a part of me that is actually really thankful for the people that did reach out because that means they trust me. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, so, I tell, there's no question and there's no inquiry that's stupid. Yeah. That's why we had. That's why we're here. That's why we're exactly. Exactly. So thank you. Know, you. Laugh, it's not laughing respectfully, but you know, it's just that <laughs> so we can talk about. Yeah, these exactly. So <laughs> first of all, thank you, James Cameron and Netflix. You secure our places with jobs and all those things. Yes, I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. You're paying my bills. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I would say on my end, you know, the thing that would help me to feel successful is literally to be able to, to speak to the heart of someone who has some questions about, you know, where they see their role, not only in the, in the life of their family, but in their own life to spark yeah. conversation. You're right. You don't have to agree with us. Mind you, you will be wrong if you don't. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Um, but to spark conversation. And I, and I think that the more that I push out content, especially, you know, Via IG at Fit Dad's Coach. Make sure you follow. Um, and then in the in our Facebook group, Men of Purpose Nutrition. Uh, I just want to spark conversation. I just want to to help others to feel safe enough to say like, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. Absolutely. Right. Because that's the thing Absolutely. that like when I first became a dad, like I didn't think that there was really a forum or anything like that that I felt safe enough to be like, I don't know how to do this. I have right. no freaking idea. And you can reach out to friends and family members and stuff like that. But I think it's a bit more powerful when there's a community of people that literally just want to see each other win, that literally just want to see each other be their best versions of themselves. So at the end of the day, what I'm going to feel extremely successful about is if one, top 10 on iTunes, <laughs> second, no, yes, sir. Yes, sir. sparking uh, education and conversation around this stuff. That, those are the things Absolutely. that I want. Well said, man. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well Matt, I, I appreciate you, man. I, I don't know what we want to name this. Like, I don't like Convo Series, you know, because I'm, I'm going to try to get you on here as much as possible. Now that you're here, like, you, dude, you're, you're in. Okay. You're, oh, yeah. You're in. Oh, man. You can't get rid of me, man. <laughs> yeah, like, never. You're, you're not going to be able to get rid of me ever. And matter of fact, even if it's every single time, trust me, I'm going to find the time. Yeah. I'll yeah. find the time regardless. You know what I mean? No we, matter how much I got going on, I'm always going to find the time. Exactly. We, we can't. say they don't have time, trust me, you can make the time. <laughs> yeah, make the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> it's 24 hours in a day. You can make the time. Eight hours you're sleeping. Exactly. You're sleeping eight hours in a day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and most of you aren't. We'll talk about sleep yeah, later. Exactly right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, but for sure. See, we're getting, we're getting oh, oh. The curriculum is built. Yeah. Our lines is built. I'm just going to start taking notes, man. I'm going to start taking notes of like, this is an episode. This is an episode. So. But that's the beauty of this video. Yeah. We can always come back to this video. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Man, we we forgot about it. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, good, man. Hey, I, I appreciate you. So, uh, dude, congratulations to you. Congratulations to us, man. This is our, this is our first Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Congratulations, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now we started. We got we, we to we finish it now, it. right? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for, for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next couple episodes. We're going to try to launch this week to week. And what we're really trying to do, again, is to spark conversation. What we're really trying to do is to make sure that you are pointing the mirror back in your face to say, am I treating myself as the priority in my family by taking care of myself so that I can take care of others? Thank you guys so much for chiming in. See you next time from Matt and myself. Peace. Peace.